BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Got a little bonus episode for you this week. You're right. Merry Christmas. I got you, baby. So thrilled to be getting into the voicemails. I mean, I figured this is no better time than now to really get into what you guys are going through yourselves. Let me be the the guiding light. Let me give you some words of wisdom, some positive affirmations going into this holiday season. It's there, wrapping up the end of the year. I know everyone is feeling the heat, feeling stressed, a mixed bag of emotions. The holidays are a mixed bag of emotions for me personally. I always just get in a funk at the end of the year, but that's okay because we're all in this together. Can't wait to hit the hotline. As always, guys, you know you can call in 800 213 7503. Listen, I'm fresh off um, my shows this past weekend in Pensacola and Charleston, and there's somebody who wanted to come say thank you for all the wonderful birthday wishes. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast my mom, Robin McMahon. Hi, everyone. And I definitely wanted to say thank you. And it was such a surprise that Heather drug me out on the stage and y'all sang happy birthday. I've never had a big party like that, ever. That was like so much fun. That was so amazing. And we got some great footage from out in the house. And then we got some great footage on um, the stage. And I'm going to post that later this week. It's just so cool. So thank you to everybody who was just so kind and so sweet about that. Mom, what have you been up to? I know you got a lot of stuff going on at the Red Contemporary. What are we about to do? Yes, I do. And I'm having some prints made. There'll be a limited edition. Yes, they will be signed and numbered. Um, And when those are done, but hopefully we're going to get those out the end of the week. So one of my my most favorite pieces of your work ever is your lip series. Yes. And that's our most requested. And also, listen, fuckers. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. Robin's a an amazingly talented artist and trained. And we just had some friends down in Art Basel and it was like, why your stuff is not at Art Basel is beyond me. We're just going to start our own studio, our own, what am I trying to say, gallery and just have a wall space rented out at Art Basel. There's no reason why you're not there. And the number one complaint, I think that, it's not even a complaint, but that some people don't understand. They're like, wow, your mom's art is expensive. As it should be, it is priced accordingly. But what we decided to do for Christmas was 
do one very limited edition set of your prints of your famous lips that will be printed in time for the holidays. Right. And so if you're wanting to get a piece of Robin McMahon art, follow her at the Red Contemporary on Instagram and we'll be announcing that this week. But it's really the only time that you're saying, okay, I'll give you a little taste of something, but there's no reason why you should change the price of your art box. No, I can't, Heather, because no. what they don't realize is the time that it takes to do the stuff that you do and to really understand something. So also, can I paint you a bowl of fruit? Yes. Can I paint you bananas? Yes. I don't want to. Nobody fucking wants that. Nobody even eats fruit. Right. Everyone's on the fucking keto diet. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? But also we're an artsy family. Right. You know, people, I'll get DMs sometimes where people are like, I can't believe a, a front row ticket to your show is like 80 bucks. I'm like, fuck you. What do you want me to do? Then get the $30 seat. I don't control this. Also, right. how dare you? I'm entertaining 1,800 people. I put in all some hard work for this damn show. Right. Plus, you have to pay all these other people oh who my run God. the place. You got to pay the rent. theater. You got to pay the rent. You, you got to pay, pay your producers. Uh, people have no, no idea I know. how expensive it is to do a show. But I either know. way, we're not coming and bitching. Just want to let you guys know if you ever wanted maybe a more affordable way to get your hands on a piece of Robin's art, we're going to be launching the prints this week. Also, I will have some smaller pieces that are under $1,000 mm-hmm. that I think you'll be very pleased and they're pretty cool. And I've said this before, Robin just turned 74. Oh, If heavy. you want to invest in a piece of art from Robin McMahon, <laughs> get it now because she might. Be dead in a week. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. And now the whole world's going to know how old I am. I will never get a date on Bumble. Mom, mom, stop. Stop. I know. Who gives a shit? You are <laughs> no, lying and true. saying you're 11 years younger than you are. Right. Stop. I think it's cool as you get older as a woman, and you may not feel the same way, to tell people you're 74 and you look fucking great. Yeah, I do. I mean, not I'm not bragging, but I do look pretty Mom, good. Mom, you got perky tits. You got great skin. <laughs> you got gorgeous hair. You have a great banging bod. What is there not to love? I'm 34. My tits are down to my ankles. My sciatic is flared up. My fupa has a fupa. I've never felt more uncomfortable in my skin in my entire life. You look fucking great. And you're probably going to outshine me at my wedding and push me down the aisle in a wheelchair. Oh, don't say that, Because I will Heather. have broken my ankle, busted my ass at a fucking CrossFit gym to lose the three pounds that won't come off. <laughs> And that's how I feel. Anything else going on, mom? What are you looking forward to uh, coming into the new year? Let's think of some goals. I think if you speak it out loud, if you speak it into existence, it'll come true. What are your goals for 2022? I do want to start a charity. I've decided this. There's no reason why one person in this country or anywhere should be hungry. I really want to do something like that. I've said this before. I don't care if I have to auction off a print or auction off something. I love that. And, you know, no matter what city you're playing in, we need to help each other. And I just want to throw this out because I do this every year. Go through your closets, guys. It's cold out there. Yep. Unfortunately, there are people that are sleeping in tents. Look, our... We need to help each other. The only time you need to be looking down on anybody is if you're reaching down to lift them up. That's a beautiful thing. Right. Okay, so you want to start a charity. Yeah, so I we'll, do want to get a charity well, going. Well, let's figure that out, Mom. I don't think we should hash out those details right. of the podcast. Right, not right now. Because I think you need to maybe get a little redirected of, of what specifically you want right. to give to. You know, it was interesting. I was out the the talk back or Q&A after the show in Charleston. And this guy raised his hand and he was like, are you going to do anything for infertility? 
And I was like, uh, yeah, okay, dude. I'm I'm involved with three other charities. And his wife was like, I'm so sorry. He doesn't understand. Right. But like, it's weird when people say, are you going to do a charity for X, Y, Z? Like, am I going to do a charity for fat kids who have eczema? Probably. Because <laughs> that, I can speak to that right now. Right. You know what I mean? But I think there's definitely, if what we should do, mom, is sit down and really figure out a specific way to get involved. Yeah. I think that's great, Heather. And I want to make sure that every dime goes to whatever. Well, yeah, we that's decide. why you run your own shit. That's okay, right. you don't have to, mom, sound like Mother Teresa. What do you actually want to do in 2022? We're writing it down. What do you want to do? You want to go to Art Basel? I want to go to Art Basel. Okay, we're going to write that down. Right. All right. Any places you want to visit on the list? Ireland. We okay. want to go to Ireland. We're definitely going to be in Italy. Yeah. What about Croatia? That always intrigued me. Okay. Croatia. Yeah. Let's do Croatia. Maybe yeah. a Greece moment. Ooh. Yeah. I love Greece. All right. Food's good. Very into that. So right now we have. Oh, I oh. want to do right after the first of the year. Now I want y'all to listen to this. Right after the first of the year, we want to do ladies who lunch. Right. Maybe once or twice a month where it's a networking for maybe your mother might be a widower. A widow. Or a divorcee. A divorcee. Or you might have an, an aunt who's, you know, doesn't have a husband or whatever. Or you just want to meet some new people. Let's figure out that. I think that's great. Maybe right. we do like a cool luncheon somewhere. Yes. Okay, mom, stop t- oh. tinkling your nails oh. on the fucking glass table. All right, so we're adding that to the list. We want to do a ladies who lunch moment. Right. That's fantastic. If you maybe are, you know, somebody's aunt and you drink too much at lunch, this is the crowd for you. Right. You like chilled chicken salad sandwich and a canapé, this is the lunch for you. I also want to come up with a tchotchke box. Mom, mom, first of all, you, it's a tchotchke. You say tchotchke. Like, I'm pretty sure tchotchke is a place somewhere in Serbia. <laughs> Probably. Mom, can I be honest with you? This is why you have not been successful in business because you tell everybody exactly what you're going to do. All right. If so this is a niche off. thing, I'm not going to edit that out. But first of all, you can't tell everybody what you're going to do. If you have this like kitschy idea, you have to keep it to yourself, but you write it down. Okay. Well, you asked me, Heather. Oh my God. You're driving me fucking nuts. You know, I was going to record this episode by myself. I'm and sorry. then you, No, no, no. And then you come in and then you sit down and then all you want to do is talk about the same fucking thing you talk about every time on the podcast, which is the shitty bumbles. The joke's been done. It's not a joke, It doesn't matter, but we got to move on to the next thing. All and right. what pisses me off is I curated your Bumble profile and then you deleted it in a fucking rage one night and now you did your own profile and it looks fucking terrible. Okay? I'm angry. You have a photo of you in a Banana Republic uh, dressing room why, mom? All the professional fucking photos I edited and put on there. Well, maybe and- I do. It's just lunch or something, or a, I don't know, Heather. I can't find anybody on these. I know. I'm sites. so. Why don't we do this? Why don't we write down you would like to start dating? Yes. and you want it to be dating Fun. like a friend. Yeah, that's a great idea. A friend through a friend. Yeah, fantastic. Look at that. Yeah. Through a friend. Okay, I'm writing all this down. Right. Event. Okay. Anything health-wise? You know, want to get that heart murmur checked? <laughs> Heather, I'm pretty healthy. You are. I'm just saying, is there yeah. anything? You need new teeth? Oh, um, thanks. You said you wanted like LASIK. Maybe we, we'll write that down as a goal. We want to get right. our eyes done? Right. What specifically? I don't know, so you can see better. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you sick of walking around with a cane. No. Mom, use your words. What do you want to get done? You said you need an eye surgery. Right. I'm going to have, I've had LASIK, but he said it doesn't last forever. And when you're my age, you get a cataract. So I guess the cataracts are coming out. Okay. A friend of mine said What is to a me, cataract? I think it's almost like you're looking through a plastic bag. It's this <laughs> film that goes over your eyes. Oh, my God. Okay. I know, but it's only one eye, so. Which one? The left the eye. The one that's got a mind of its own? <laughs> yes. Robin and I both have the same thing. That one thing that makes us super uncomfortable is lazy eyes. Oh, if you've right. got a wandering eye and you got a googly one, I don't know how to handle it. I can handle it. How do you look at them? You don't know which side to look at. You don't. Usually you go straight down the middle to the nose. Yeah, but then I look cross-eyed then, looking at them. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Right. Yeah, it's hard. What are we going to do? I know. What can we do? I want to do a lot of traveling. Okay. I want to go down to South Florida. Oh, and what's in South Florida? I don't know, but I think it might be kind of fun. It's warm. I don't want to go anywhere where it's cold. Okay. Well, Mom, that could also tie in with the Art Basel. We may yes. have to do a couple of Miami trips to kind of work, network the relationships right, down Right, but there. Heather, they have Art Basel in every other city, so it doesn't necessarily always mean that it's going to be in Florida. Maybe one of your viewers- What do you viewers, mean? Art Basel's been in Miami every no, year. No, sometimes- Yes, it's always in Miami, Mom. I didn't think it was always in Miami. Well, you started in Miami and you're going to go back to Miami and you're going to sell some fucking pieces of art because if somebody can f- sell a fucking banana- Glued to a canvas. Yeah, I can sell it my wasn't spoons. Even, Mom, the banana was not even glued to the canvas. They just it was a banana it. that was stuck with duct tape and they sold it for like $200,000. They were just laundering money. Mm. That's what it was. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. You know what I would like to do, Heather? What? I would like to be a judge for a day. (laughs) I really would like to be a judge for a day. And I'm going to tell you why I would be a good judge. Uh Because I don't believe in throwing your ass in jail. I believe in restitution. Okay. Okay? You stole something, you're going to run your little ass off. Oh, I like that. Yes. We're not going to, you know, you uh, hurt somebody. No, you're going to work, baby. Okay. You're going to know my... Yeah, you're going to know what's happening. So that sounds to me, mom, like that might be a slightly problematic. <laughs> Would I send like maybe wayward children to Robin McMahon's School oh, of Hard Knocks? Yeah. Yes, because you grew had a very hard upbringing and I think that you could teach some of these kids because right. a lot of them just at the end of the day need a hug. So maybe it's yeah. Robin's youth program. Oh, You know, if a yeah. kid gets caught smoking weed after school, we bring them over to our backyard and you have them picking up weeds and you're like, Oh, really, little Timmy? You thought drugs were the way? Yeah. Wait till you get poison ivy all over your knuckles. Right. You know what I mean? Good right. idea. I like that. Okay, so you want to start a youth detention center. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Detention. Yeah, youth detention center. Or- yeah, but some adults need this help too. I know, but maybe mom, maybe you can touch and, the youth. You know, I'm going to talk about something else. I know I'm getting back to the dating. And I've said this before. I don't give a rat's ass if you're 10 years old or if you're 70. If you're a guy, you're always going to try and slip something in like you think you're being cool, you know, just to see if he can, you know, get him back. Well, that idiot that sent me that um, text the other day about women being wet. You know, they cry because, yeah. Wait, 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 Mom, what the fuck are you talking about? Someone sent me a text that said, babies cry because they're wet. Women cry because they're not wet. You know what he meant? I know what he meant. What a little shit. And this guy's in it, uh, close to 70. How dare you think you could send that text to me? 
Really? I'm going to pretend you didn't say that, you moron. Mom, block him. What's his name? Where does he live? I'll slash his tires in 30 minutes. Yeah. And no, nobody sends my mother inappropriate text messages. She may run a youth detention center (laughs) out of our gated community where probably what she's doing is highly problematic and not ethical, but you better believe that these kids are going to leave fixed and they will find Jesus and they will be better people out in the community. Yes, they will. We will definitely have to speak to a couple attorneys about this Robin McMahon Youth Detention Center. (laughs) (laughs) But if you think that you're going to talk to her on Bumble and then send send her a text. How dare you send that to me? It's disgusting. So, you know what also we're going to start? Just a text service. That blocks these men immediately. That blocks them. And you know what's so sad, Heather, is that this guy probably thought when he was in high school, you all knew a guy like this mm-hmm. that always said inappropriate things and he thought he was being cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not cool. You're not cool at all, yeah. sweetie. His you name was always Travis. Cool. Yeah. You could be cool, but you're not cool. Okay. So, Mom, let's pump the brakes for a second. Okay. Because your ADD is so unbelievable. You started in the middle of a story right. that you never even- Well, I just thought of it. But Heather. you didn't preface the story. You just got into it saying, remember that thing that was wet? And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? So I'm going to go over your list of goals okay. for 2022. And I'll tell you what I like. We want to go to Miami more. Yes. You'd like to do, have your art in, at Art Basel. Yes. That's definitely going to happen. Please. I want, just I, let me finish. Okay. I'm reading your fucking list, Mom. You'd like to travel to Ireland, Italy, Croatia, and Greece. Yes. Maybe we do it on a cruise, like Ooh, a nice Mediterranean that would be cruise. Nice. Yeah. You know, Ritz Carlton is coming out with their new cruise line. You could do the Ritz Carlton cruise after the wedding. Oh, I could. And then hit all of these spots. Yeah. Put that, that on the list. After the wedding, I do a cruise. You know what I would like? I'm going to ask and put it out into the universe that Ritz Carlton wants to sponsor my honeymoon <laughs> and we give you a play-by-play of what that Ritz Carlton cruise experience is like. Okay. Make sure there's some single men on there. Mom, you can come on my honeymoon. I don't give a shit. Jeff would not even roll bad an eyelash at right. that. If it's the Ritz cruise, honey, and we're hitting the hot spots. Bitch, I'll see your ass at the slots in Monaco. You right. feel me? You'd like to start an organization called Ladies Who Lunch, which is a fun way for yes. gals in Atlanta to get together and meet new women. Right. And maybe we could start a chapter in other cities too. get other women to go ahead and you can do this. I love that. You'd like to start dating. Hopefully, though, a friend through a friend. Yes. Get off the apps and meet somebody through a wonderful human right. connection. Yes. A friend okay. through a friend. You'd like to get your eyes done. <laughs> So I can see who the friend through a friend set me up with. Because yes. you can't show up to a date and then you like, know, you try and spot the guy at the bar, but you go end up sitting next to the wrong guy because you can't see out of your left eye. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to get LASIK. Right. Get the cataracts through up. a friend. You'd like to start a youth detention center <laughs> with Judge Judy. Okay. Okay. Oh, I love Judge Judy. I do think it would be really fun. What I'm adding to my list for goals for 2022 is that you... Judge Judy and I all go to lunch. Oh, I'd love that. And you both dress in the same outfit. And then we have people come up to the table and they're like, oh my God, Heather, is that you? And and then they have to, and I pay them a dollar. Like Billy Eichner has that show, you know? I'm like, for a dollar, if you can guess which one's my mom and which one's Judge Judy. Right. You know, we'll buy your lunch. Right. Okay. And then we're going to start a text service yes. that immediately blocks men. No, it doesn't need to block them. It needs to educate these fools. And these idiots that are over 50 Mm -hmm. are in their 60s -hmm. and they think a 20-year-old is interested in them. They're not. You're right. And if you're poor and you're 50 or 60 or 70 or 80, 
No young woman is interested in you. Right. If you're broke. Who wants to see your saggy little ass? I don't want to see- Oh, wrinkly you. dick. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Heather. Hold on. I'm going to just write that. Rink- no wrinkly dicks. Right. Can it wrinkle? Well. What do you mean it wrinkles? It's it not kind of wrinkles like an accordion. You know what I mean? I guess. I guess. Do the balls wrinkle a lot? Ooh, I'm sure. God. You know what? Men are disgusting. <laughs> Anyways, okay. I've written down your goals, mom. We're going to vision board at the top of the year. This is a bonus episode for everyone this week. So it's exciting to me to just, I think you have to say it out loud. That's write right. Write it down. And we're going to check back in at the top of next year and figure out how we're going to execute these things. And you know what else, Heather? I have a classic look that I look. I live in black, gray, beige, white. Now she's talking about right. fashion. All right. Okay. But I want to talk about fashion. I want to get a style. I want to get a style that's really cool. Mom, you have a style. I know I have a style, but it's... Mom, classic. I told it's classic. Then I why do we have to fucking fun- change it, Mom? Oh, that's true. You wear the, the same shit and you look adorable. You're like Diane Keaton. You always look cute. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. It, well, then, then, just- then quit buying the same fucking cashmere sweaters and blazers because that's know. all you wear. I know. I love my cashmere. Okay. Sweaters. I love you. I got to get into right. the voicemails. All right. Bye. I love you. Thank you, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. If you're like me, you're dry as hell, you're worried about your skin, you need something that's hypoallergenic, and you like that good, that wellness, y'all, you're going to friggin' be over the moon ecstatic about the Canopy humidifier. And now they have the Canopy diffuser. I told you I got this other diffuser from a different brand, and it was putting so much like steam into the air, I felt ill, and the scent was weird. Not with the Canopy diffuser. Let me tell you something right now. I am truly obsessed with Canopy products. I think they're making such good stuff. I have to sleep with the humidifier in the wintertime. And now that they have this diffuser, I put it in my office and it's just a gorgeous, nice, clean scent and barely any steam at all. Here's the thing. The Canopy humidifier is completely reimagined humidifier that elevates your home for the ultimate in skincare and wellness benefits. Here's the deal. You know, humidifiers are also great for alleviating symptoms of cold, flu, allergies. Studies show that maintaining optimal humidity significantly reduces the spread of viruses indoors. Here's the problem, though. Humidifiers are notorious for being bulky, ugly, moldy, and impossible to maintain. That's where Canopy Humidifier comes in. You won't see any mist coming out of the Canopy Humidifier. Visible mist from a traditional humidifier is unhealthy due to the particles and bacteria that can be carried by the water into the air. All right, so the hydration is invisible. It's clean moisture, the best kind for your skin and your health. I see a huge difference when I sleep with that bad boy at the end of my bed. The Canopy Humidifier is also anti-mold and Canopy parts are dishwasher safe, so it's easy, breezy to take care of. I also love... The diffuser, okay, it's small, it's compact, it's completely waterless, and just like the humidifier, it's mist-free, so there's no wet particles or bacteria that end up in your air, on your furniture, or on your skin. I know you guys are going to absolutely love Canopy's products. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 off your Canopy humidifier purchase today when you opt into a replacement filter subscription. You receive a replacement filter every six weeks. That's when you need a new one. Plus, you'll receive a free aroma kit to be used with Canopy humidifiers built in aroma diffuser at a $40 value. Even better, there's a special offer for Absolutely Not listeners. Use code ABSOLUTELY10 at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy humidifier or Canopy diffuser purchase. Canopy also just launched an amazing waterless mist-free aroma diffuser that is a great addition to any room and alleviates your space effortlessly. And I want to remind you, just go to getcanopy.co today and use code ABSOLUTELY10 for an extra 10% off at your checkout. Your skin will thank you. 
Hey, Heather, it's your bestie, Claire, from South Carolina. I haven't absolutely not, and this happened a few weeks ago, but it's taken a little while to process. So I went to a wedding on the coast of South Carolina a couple weeks ago. It was a gorgeous wedding. You know, we got in, we got a glass of champagne from the champagne wall. We're sitting there waiting for the bride to walk down the aisle, and you hear a yelp. And next thing you know, their Italian greyhound, who was the ring bearer, got loose because the dog handler let him go. So... At the end of the day, the wedding was postponed three and a half hours. They proceeded to open the bar, have the cocktail hour, serve dinner without the bride and groom because the bride and groom were distraught, understandably so, because their child is running loose through a coast town. They live in Brooklyn, so, you know, their dog isn't used to woods and things of that sort. So anyway, my absolutely not is to a dog handler that will ruin your wedding. And that is just really terrible. So, yeah, if you're taking rigatoni to your Italian wedding, perhaps have a dog handler that knows what they're doing. Maybe have them have a few references. And, yeah, it'll it'll still be a beautiful day. And it was still a beautiful wedding, but that's my absolutely not. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for calling in. Okay, first and foremost, I'd be so fucking pissed. That's an absolutely not. You had one fucking job. Hold on to the leash. You know, I'm going to guess that it was like one of these, it was a frat guy. You know what I mean? It was Tyler, one of the groomsmen who is just a a constant bachelor, you know, effortlessly single, but also he's single for a reason. It's because he does this shit. He's the kind of guy who still hits a gauge, like a huge, you know, one of those giant gauges, not a regular vape, but the one that produces a lot of smoke. And it's like, we gave you one fucking job. And, you know, whoever the groom was, it was his like buddy from growing up. And, you know, he lives in, like you said, the groom and the bride live in Brooklyn. So they've elevated their cool status a little bit. But then fucking Tyler still had to come to the wedding. We gave you one job. You know what I mean? One fucking job. Are you kidding me? If somebody lost rigatoni before I walked down the aisle, forget it. I canceled the fucking wedding. That is my son. That is my baby. You know, y'all kept tagging me in this video online or this article that said a woman breastfed her cat and got kicked off a Delta flight. And I was like, yeah, what about it? I tell you this all the time. If rigatoni and I could have that mother, daughter, mother, son, mother, Frenchie bonding moment, I would. I'd breastfeed him and I don't even care. I don't even care about your judgment. I love that animal. But if I invite you to my wedding and I give you one job, which is to watch rigs and you lose him, I don't even know. I don't know what to say to this except fuck you, Tyler. Fuck you. I'm hoping they found the dog. I think they did. Also, I got to be honest with you. Italian greyhounds, are they have an attitude. That and whippets. Italian greyhounds and whippets are very thin dogs. They're frail. They're very fast, obviously. But, and honestly, Italian greyhounds pretty much check out. They're very similar to the men in Italy. Very thin, slender, tight pants. Chiseled, very chiseled faces, attitudes. Like to smoke cigs. Only eat lean prosciutto. Nice cuts of steak. That's it though, you know? But fucking Tyler, you know him. I know him. He's the fucking worst. We gave you one job, bruh. But you were trying to change the cartridge in your vape that has too much fucking smoke. I don't care if it's water. I don't know what it is. It's too much. It's too much. And you're blowing it towards grandma and everybody here fucking hates you. And the only reason you were invited to this is because somebody felt bad for you. And you already were in South Carolina. So it was like, he's going to show up anyways. Might as well make him the fucking, you know, okay, what's a job we can give him? Just handle the dog. Just handle the dog. He was a vet tech for like 
two weeks, just handle the dog. And he couldn't do it. Ricky Tony will not be coming to our wedding. It's not because I don't want him there. It's simply because it's really hard to get animals to Europe. And also I think he has to do like a month quarantine and this is not even like a COVID thing, but animals have to do this whole thing when they, they travel abroad. And I'm just, I'm not doing that to him. You know, we're going to have a house sitter. We are going to have somebody wonderful stay with, you know, the dogs and the cat at the house and keep, keep an eye on things when we head abroad. I thought about it though. I really did some extensive research on how I could get my angel to Italy. But then I thought he's a fucking monster. He's crazy. Also, if anybody has any help or tips or tricks, I got to figure out what to do with Riggs because when my friends bring over their children and babies, he loses his shit. And the weird thing is his trainer has a baby and he hangs out with her baby all day at her spot and he's totally fine. But when the babies and the kids come to our house, he's fine with them until they make a noise. As soon as they make like a high shrilling noise, he loses his shit. And I know he's just like, it's, we're on his territory and he's trying to tell me, he's like, mom, what is that? Mom, look at that thing. But I got to figure out what to do because I don't know what to do. I can't have, I mean, I think about if I were to have a child, do I get a fake baby doll that coos online like a fucking creep and start running some drills with Riggs so he gets used to this fake baby? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do because my friends will bring their kids over and I have to put Riggs in his crate or keep him upstairs or in the basement or something because he loses his fucking shit. But his trainer's baby, he sits there while the little thing sleeps and make make a sound. And then I look like the asshole. God, you had one fucking job, Tyler. You had one job. Can you imagine? Absolutely fucking not. You've already paid for it. This was supposed to be the best day of your life and you spent the entire day fucking panicked. I'd kill everyone. I would kill everyone. And that's just how I feel about it. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. It's your girl Peyton from Ohio. My absolutely not for you is doctors that don't save any time for problem visits in their schedule. Okay. As a woman, I'm sure you can relate, but when you're riddled with a UTI and you call the doctor and they say, gosh, you must be so uncomfortable. And you say, yes, I am. Can I come in? And they say, yes. How does six weeks from now look? (laughs) Well, I don't think I'm going to make it until uh, tomorrow with this, considering I have an ice pack between my legs right now. But uh, so, yeah, six weeks from now does not sound good. (laughs) So, yeah, you know what? That is my absolutely not, is not being able to go see your doctor when you have a crippling UTI and you just can't get out of bed. So, yeah, love and light. You're the best. Talk to you later. Bye. Peyton, thank you for this very pertinent and very just honest and raw, absolutely not. This is why I don't have a primary care physician. And I know what a lot of people are going to say, Heather, you should absolutely have one. Why don't you see the same guy? This is why I bounce around from urgent care to urgent care. Because to me, I totally agree. You could have this established relationship with a medical professional, a doctor, and then the day you get the fucking flu or the day you get a UTI and UTIs, you need an antibiotic immediately. They can't just fucking call it in. You got to come in for a fucking, you know, a swab and a pee sample. And you're like, listen, Dr. Matthews, you've known me since I was little. I have a tiny urethra. When I pee, it's like a pressure hose. You know what I need. I need an amoxicillin. I need an antibiotic and some cranberry pills. It's not that hard. You know what I mean? I'm trying to establish a relationship with somebody, but I don't know what to do because I have never found a PCP. I've never found. And then my insurance changes every fucking year because that doesn't make sense. 
So I just go to an urgent care. I mean, I guess essentially the urgent care up on my house is essentially my primary care physician. It's $250 out of pocket every time I go and people think I'm fucking insane. But technically right now I'm uninsured. It's like, what do you fucking want from me? Yeah, we could get you in. We could get you in in nine months. Guess what? The baby's already crowning. What good does that do? They should really just have a a line, like a nurse's line, but it's like, I'm already an established patient and I need a nurse, like a nurse practitioner who could just, you call and you're like, yo, it's Heather. Okay. My fucking pussy's burning again. You know the drill. And they're like, "Do you? are you sure it's a UTI? And you're like, yeah, you know it's a UTI. I know it's a UTI. Can you just you do the usual? That's what you need. You know, there's a lot of different concierge medicine right now. And I've looked into a couple of them and they kind of make sense. Because in half the time, my insurance changes all the fucking time. I'm self-employed. So it's a shit show. I'm trying to get on the Writers Guild insurance, but you know, I got to wait till the top of next year and all this shit, whatever. And then they send you a list of doctors that you can see and they're all like 65 miles away from your home. You're like, oh, good. That's a doctor in Tennessee who also doesn't have an opening till, I don't know, the return of Christ. So that's interesting. That's a good one. I literally don't have a primary care. I've been seeing the same dentist for a while. Yeah. Have been seeing the same dentist for a while. Shout out to Dr. Gurley, who's one of the best in Atlanta. Dr. Gurley, that's G-U-R-L-E-Y. He's the best. Love him. I mean, I can text him and be like, yo, my gums hurt. And he's like, I'll see you in the morning. That's a real relationship. But a primary care, if I have a UTI, if I have, you know, pink eye, if I know I have strep, I was a sick kid. I know when I have strep. I know when it's a sinus infection. And I'm not one of those people who just like overprescribes myself antibiotics, but I know. I'm like, I need a B12 shot. I need a steroid. And Give me a thing of prednisone and a Z-Pack and I, I know what this is. It's cold. You can culture my throat, but we, you and I both know it's strep and I've been getting it since I was two months old. And this is also a UTI. Oh my God. Men will never understand the feeling of a UTI. And if you've never had one before, ladies, and you're listening, congratulations. That is truly like you are, you are in the top 1% of humans. UTI is like this undeniable pressure and feeling that you constantly have to pee and it burns. And it's just like, almost like there's something sitting on your bladder. Like, you know, that urge when you really have to pee, it's this pressure, but it's on the front of your urethra and it's unbearable. It's really unbearable. I used to get them so bad. I used to get them so bad to the point where I'd have to take this pill before and after sex. And obviously that's why you pee after sex or before sex too, but I just get them, I would get them so bad. I've, I've weaned off in my later years. It's a other slew of things. Anybody else now, when you have sex the next day, it just, your insides feel like they've been pushed around and you kind of feel nauseous for two days. Anybody else? I kind of get this thing. I could be dead ass sober, have sex, and then sort of feel hungover. Anybody else? Let me know. I don't know. That's weird. I've been feeling that way. You know, and it, I mean, it's not like, I just, some days I'm like, God, two pumps and I'm fucking done. <sighs> Everything inside and outside hurts all the time. But yeah, I don't know what doctors do. You can never get in for a sick visit. That's why I literally like a crackhead, almost going to a pain clinic. I bounce around from urgent care to urgent care. And, you know, not that I am by any means, like, famous 
Okay, I'm not saying that, but I'm a public person, if you will. Like, if you ever see me at just like a dock in the box, like that's where I thrive. If there is a good primary care physician in Atlanta, preferably North Atlanta, who would like me to come on their team? And I mean, I'll see a nurse practitioner. I'll see the front desk phone operator. I will see the late, the nurse who takes, draws blood. I don't care. If somebody has a prescription pad and like a decent knowledge of medicine, I can already self-diagnose. And that's not me being a hypochondriac. I've just, I'm sick a lot. So I know like there's, when it tickles on the left side, it's a sinus infection. When it tickles on the right, it's strep. When it tickles deep in the left lung, that's pneumonia. I know it. And every time I go in there, they go, wow, you're very self-aware and observant. And I said, yes, thank you, sir. Like, please, I need somebody I can call who can say, yeah, meet me at the corner in front of the CVS in an hour. You can pee in this cup. I'll do a quick culture in the back of my Tahoe and I'll give, I'll write you the script. Like if you need the culture, if you have to have the urine sample, I'll do it. But I need to be able to get in that day. Because when your vagina's burning or when the tip of your dick is falling off, you absolutely need help. I'd rather wait 45 minutes in an urgent care that's clean and they're nice. And they're like, hey, how are you? Then I have to call. And here's the thing too. When you're sick, you, you know, you wake up at like 9 a.m. You're like, I'm so fucking sick. My throat hurts. And so you, t- you pop like a Benadryl or something or whatever you take. And then, you, you know, if you don't call at 8 a.m. Because I'm not an early riser. So if I get up early and I feel sick and then you got to fight on the phone for two and a half hours to see if they can take you that day. And they're like, we can't take you. It's Monday, but we can see you Friday. And you're like, I'll be fucking dead by then. I want to be able to just wake up you know, oh my God, my throat hurts. I fall back asleep. I wake up at 1130 and I crawl my ass to an urgent care and then I get seen. I get it. I totally hear you. And I know there's probably plenty of medical professionals out there that are going to be upset that that I'm saying this. I've just never found a primary care that could take me or maybe I vibed with and I need that. I'd like a gal I could call on the road and say, hey, I'm in Tucson and my leg fell off. Help. I need that. I need that in my life. And I looked into a concierge doctor service and it was wildly expensive, but I think I should just rip the bandaid and do it. Because guess what? Insurance doesn't fucking make sense to me. I can call Dr. Gurley. You know what I mean? Hey, Dr. Gurley, I'll wash your car. Can you clean my teeth? Bada bing, bada boom. And he's amazing doctor. When it comes to any other medicine other than oral, you know, I can't, I don't know why I can't get my shit together. I get so confused calling the gynecologist's office. The nurse's line at a gynecologist's office is so fucking confusing because I feel like they prioritize the women who are pregnant, which I get it. I get that. I get that. Absolutely. But then if you're like me and I'm like, hey, what day was I supposed to start birth control again? I get confused. And then they never call you back. And I like my doctor. My gynecologist is actually quite a very savagely sarcastic man. And like six of my friends all see him, but he's great at what he does. And I like it. I'll go in there like, I won't say his name just for like HIPAA, even though I'm, I didn't mind sharing my dentist, but I guess I just won't share my OBG or my gyno. Let's call him, let's say Dr. Dr. Mark. Okay. That's not him. But I go in there and I'm like, I need you to check my thyroid. And he goes, Heather, you just, you're just fat right now. What did you have before you came in here? I go, I had a burrito bowl, two of them in my car. And he goes, so you got no steps in and you had about 16,000 calories. It's not your thyroid. (laughs) 
And I tell, I literally have told this guy, I've been like, fuck you. And we laugh. And I'm like, thank you for keeping it real. I like my guy now, but I am always very confused when I go in that office. I don't know why medicine has become confusing. And then there's these new programs. There's a thing like Forward in New York and these other where they're trying to like do a new modern type of medicine where you like join a club and they look like, but I tried to do that in New York and you can't get in for like six months. So what are we fucking doing here? My leg has fallen off. My vagina is, has such a bacterial overgrowth that it's now caused me to have pink eye and my appendix ruptured about 45 minutes ago. I'm fucked. I'll see at urgent care where guess what? They know how to write a prescription in 20 minutes or less. And that's on God. Let's get to the next voicemail. I've never had my husband hound me to reorder a product so quickly in my life. Like literally I was like, yes, give me a second. I'm waiting on my discount code. Hold on, honey. Hold on. I got something for my people. Y'all, I'm not shitting you. Athletic Greens is worth the hype. It is so unbelievably amazing. I take it every day. What's Athletic Greens? Well, I'm going to tell you. Listen, here's the deal. It is a supplement that actually tastes great. And I wanted to see what the hype was about. And then I started taking it. I was like, okay, how good can this really this really be? But turns out Athletic Greens is basically 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start your day right. I have so many damn supplements and Athletic Greens got sent to me a while ago. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I was like, I'll just try it. Y'all, this shit puts a pep in my step. It is so good. If you read the back and you see like all the different minerals, you don't understand. You're getting everything that you could ever need in one day. What I do is I take it on an empty stomach. So before I have my coffee, I literally do a little athletic green, some ice cold water, zhuzh it up, throw it back. And I just feel like I'm starting the day off on the right foot. Jeff is so obsessed with it. He has a travel packs. I take it on the road with me. And then the cool thing is it also comes with a vitamin D dropper of supplements that you guys don't realize how deficient we are in vitamin D. And if you're getting seasonal depression, well, guess what? Guess what? You can get out of that if you start taking vitamin D. I truly friggin' am obsessed with Athletic Greens. There's a lot of things that I get sent and I sign off on every single thing that we promote on the podcast. And Athletic Greens was that one thing that I was like, fuck yes, I need it now in my hands. It's just such an easy no-brainer, a great way to start your day. Here's the deal. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It just takes one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. That's the other thing. If you're like me and you can barely swallow a horse pill, Athletic Greens is easy, freaking breezy. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free trials packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash absolutely to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You will thank me later. I got you. Hey, Heather. It's your girl Ashley from Canada. I'm calling into the hotline today because my family's getting together for Christmas and my aunt just sent out some room assignments and sleeping assignments for the good old Christmas holiday. And I have to share an air mattress with my boy cousin. I'm 30 years old. He's mid-20s. It's inappropriate. Why are we making room assignments? Why am I being forced to share a mattress with my boy cousin? My boy cousin. Like, Looks like I'm going to be checking into hotel because that is just an absolutely not. It's inappropriate. Stop trying to plan the shit. Whatever happens, happens, right? 
looks like I'm just going to go actually on vacation for Christmas. So I'll meet you in the Turks, girl. Love ya. Can't wait to see you in Toronto. Bye. Dude, your aunt's living on the fucking edge. Okay. She also may have some major issues with letting go of like the fact that you guys are grown adults. No, you're not sharing a blow up mattress with your cousin. That's fucking weird. Absolutely not. Or maybe your cousin's gay. You know what I mean? And she knows. And that's the whole reason you guys are coming together is because, you know, Colin's about to come out. And so it's a total safe space. He's like, I don't care. You know what I mean? We've known each other since we used to take baths together. Relax. I don't know what that is. I don't know what y'all, your relationship is. But if he, I mean, if he's a straight male, I don't think, yeah, you don't need to be sharing an air mattress with your cousin. Also, no. Also, yes, get a hotel. Also, if you don't want to spend the holidays with people in your family, you don't have to. You guys do realize you're adults. You can say no. I have about 10 friends who just had babies who are like, I'm not going to my in-laws. We had a kid. If they want to come to us, great. But I'm not packing up the fucking pack and play and going over there. The tables have turned now. Sorry. Grandma passed last year. Y'all can drive at night. Come to see us. I think people have to start putting their foot down about what they expect from their families. Do you know what I'm saying? Did you call your aunt? Were you like, Glenda, are you fucking kidding me? Also, what is this home alone? We're sending room assignments. I mean, where are you staying? Are you going somewhere? Are you going on a trip? Or is this just like, we're going to Aunt Glenda's down the street and I got to sleep with my cousin Colin? I don't want to do that. I had a crush on one of my cousins growing up. Very cute. I was conflicted. And I remember my sister had to sit me down and go, you can't have a crush on your cousin. And I said, I don't understand. I was like six. And she was like, no, because we're related. And I go, but he's cute. And she goes, he is cute. But you're not allowed to have a crush on your cousin. That's weird. I admitted that. I didn't understand it at the time. You know, maybe Colin's about to, hey, sit the family down for Christmas. You know, I'm not into women. You know, I don't know. But either way, right now, the subtext of that text is you're staying at a Holiday Inn. You're not staying at Dolores's or Glenda's, whatever her name is. If my aunt called me today and said, you got to sleep with your adult fucking cousin who's a dude, I'd say, yeah, okay. He's still hot. (laughs) You know what I mean? But either way, wow, I feel the judgment. Yeah, I'm from Georgia. Yeah, we're close to fam. God, but here's the thing. I feel like as adults, I said this earlier in another episode around Thanksgiving, I was just like, if you do, you guys can say no to shit. It's like, I feel like newlywed couples. If you want to this year, just say, hey, we just want to do our own thing. I love you. We'll see you at New Year's. Do your own thing. This forced holiday bullshit is so fucking annoying. And I'm not trying to be Scrooge and I'm not trying to be the Grinch because I love getting together. But when people are like, because it's Christmas, you have to be here. No, I don't. I paid my taxes this year and voted in the election. You know what I don't have to do? Sleep with my cousin and the gifts, okay? I'm sorry. It's not my love language, but the gifts. And then when you have other relatives that expect a gift after people have not had a job, we've been through a pandemic and the supply chain's fucking backed up. Hey, Uncle Carl, I dare you. Why don't you drive to the Suez Canal, unpack one of those fucking boxes, and then you'll get your, I don't know, Nintendo 64 that you don't need because you're 73, you selfish fuck. Riddle me this. The gift people are fucking crazy to me. If I'm coming to your house 
bring a bottle of wine and experience, whatever. But if you were then, like, there's somebody in my fucking life and the only way this person speaks to you is through gifts and you're like, honestly, I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm not buying you more gifts. When I have not received a dime or anything the opposite way and I don't, like, gifts, I like gifts. I like when you bring me gifts to the shows because they're, like, cute, sweet, little sentimental things. But I don't expect, a, like, a Louis Vuitton purse at Christmas. In fact, I got to be honest with you. One of the reasons why I don't like gifts that much, like if it's something expensive, is because I like the the high and the thrill of going to buy it for myself. You know what I mean? I like being able to go to, you know, when I go to Europe, I go to my outlet and I like plan it out. And I have my bag and I have my budget and I'm like, this is the one I want to get. And I get, I've like earned that. And I'm not saying like, if you give me a diamond necklace tomorrow, like boo boo, I will suck you a dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But also this, there's nothing grosser to me than when you have like an aunt who's like, okay, well, this is the Louis Vuitton. I expect $40 from each of the cousins to go in on this. Like, fuck you. Barbara, go buy your own. You're making me sleep with my fucking cousin. Whether you think we're going to stay platonic or not, I can't tell you what's going to happen after about 65 eggnogs. Because there was tension when we were in the first grade and we couldn't figure out why y'all kept keeping us apart. And then we realized we were family, but again, we didn't understand it. Oh, God. You always have that one fucking aunt. You always have it. It's like Aunt Rebecca. You know what I mean? Aunt Bex. And she tells everybody because she hosts for Christmas and she expects all of the kid cousins to pitch in about $100 each to buy her this fucking Louis Vuitton wallet. And you're like, you don't need it. Your meatballs are dry, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you know what my gift is? Me coming to your house and not complaining that you have the heat on. Stepping outside and removing my top behind the bushes and just letting my tits cool off for an hour instead of bitching the whole time I hang out in your sweat box of a mini mansion. You know, Aunt Becky, Aunt Bex is always the one who has the heat on 110 because she's thin. And you're like, we're fucking getting smoked out, bitch. You're sitting there eating your Christmas ham. Just, first of all, it's fucking dry. There's no seasoning. Her scalloped potatoes have a quarter of the amount of cheese they should have on them. So you've already shown up and you're just fucking fuming. And then the cousin that you were going to share an air mattress with, you know, brings home his girlfriend. So then you're upset about that. And you're like, I should have gone to Bermuda by myself. Yeah, you should have. I hear you. I hear you. No. And I don't know if that's a Canada thing. People make fun of us and from the South all the time that we are too close to our cousins. But I think, you know what? Tell Aunt Bex to shove her fucking gifts. No one's bringing her anything. But you know, you'll bring some seasoning and some salt and pepper and then drop that off, head to the Holiday Inn by the airport. And then the next day you fly out and you go on a vacation yourself. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. I'm calling to share and absolutely not. Uh, my brother over the holidays brought this girl, let's call her Sally, to dinner. And she's about as exciting as a wet rag. No personality. Absolutely no fun. Zero to say. And as she bends over, to pet the dog, I noticed that she has a Tasmanian devil tattoo 
the size of a softball on the lower back. And I asked her about it, and I said, tell me about this tattoo. It's giant. And why the Tasmanian devil? And she fucking goes ahead and tells us that the reason she chose the Tasmanian devil is because all of her friends in high school used to call her the Tasmanian devil because she had so much energy. Heather, this girl was one step above flatline dead. So absolutely fucking not on the Tasmanian devil tattoo. And then telling me that you have so much energy and all your friends used to call you the Tasmanian because your personality is so amazing and how funny you are. And when you show up to the family dinner and you're a stack of moldy potatoes. All right. That's it. That's all I have to say. Love and light. I'm going to tell you this right now. This made me laugh really hard because there is nothing more telling of a person, more specific, more eye-opening, more on the nose than somebody who has any sort of Universal Studios tattoo. (laughs) Like a Bugs Bunny, a Tweety Bird. You knew this bitch's name was always Nicole. Nikki for short. You knew her. She always, this bitch had the Tweety Bird tattoo. You know her. She used to babysit you. And she would literally invite her boyfriend over and like give him a hand job on the couch while you stood on your banister at the age of like five watching. And then you'd have to go to your computer and Google Ash Jeeves, what's a hand job? You know her. You know this girl. Everybody had this babysitter at one point. She drove a two-door Honda Civic. It was blue, cloth interior. You know what I mean? She had a coach purse, but it was a hand-me-down from her mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always had nails. Always had nails. And then when she went to college, you, she didn't have the tattoo until you saw her again, like when she went to college and she came back and like watched you once. And then she was smoking on your back porch and you were like, I'm going to tell my parents. And she was like, fuck you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tell my parents. Not that you're smoking, bitch. I don't care if you smoke. I'm telling my parents that you got a Tweety Bird tattoo because I just want you to know that's like a universal tramp stamp for somebody who has low energy. That's so funny that this bitch had a Tasmanian devil tattoo because she was so energetic. You know, in every single person who has a Universal Studios Tasmanian devil animaniacs, any of that tattoo, you know they are the most lethargic, sloth-like, moving through jello, stoned bitch you have ever met. You know Bugs Bunny tattoo? You know what that says to me? They're a drug dealer. Tweety Bird tattoo is just straight up, I will have six kids out of wedlock and then I'll drop out of community college. And that's not me being judgmental. Those are just facts. If you Google Tweety Bird tattoo on a woman, that's what that is. Tasmanian devil, that's a crazy bitch though. She will at some point stab and she'll get in a fist fight at the mall. But it's not because she had high energy. It's not because she had high energy whatsoever. I mean, come on, a Taz. And I was obsessed with the Tasmanian devil. That was my favorite character. And it was honestly because, you know, I didn't fuck with cartoons growing up. I found them boring. I found them unoriginal. I just, I needed to see faces and hear people's real voices. 
I just found them so like, oh God, these kids watch cartoons. You know, I wanted to watch Sally Jesse Raphael in the first season of The Real World New York. Oh my God, I love this. She came to your house and she had a Tasmanian devil tattoo and she said, probably in this voice, yeah, I have a Tasmanian devil tattoo because I'm very energetic. And you're like, no, you aren't, bitch. You fell asleep at the dinner table and you brought a seltzer. You brought a cold seltzer and put it on the table instead of putting it in the appropriate glass. Oh my God, everybody had the babysitter with the Tweety Bird tattoo. Everybody had that. And she was nice and she started off nice, but then once she went to college, she really hit the fan for her. And you don't know where she is this day. She probably did a little jail time. That's okay. A little white trash. That's okay. But she was the laziest babysitter ever. But it was kind of great because you could do whatever you wanted. She just sat on the couch and like watched TGI Fridays. You know what I mean? She watched soaps and like let you set your house on fire. She did not care. I love it. I love anybody that has the opposite of what they are tattoo. You know what I mean? It's like another white woman getting a tattoo that says like, confident. Bitch, no, you're not. You know who's the least confident person on the planet? A white woman. It's sad. We've also been bred that way because unfortunately, our society really doesn't like to build us up to be anything but a perfect 10. But I love that. Self-confident, bitch. You are crying in your car because you went through a Baskin Robbins at 3 p.m. and got a two-scooper of cookie dough. And then you thought about driving your car off the bridge. Just own it. I know. I know I've been there too. That's fucking great. I mean, listen, maybe give this bitch a second chance. Also, maybe put a little Adderall in her drink at the house and see if she perks up. See if she starts doing a little tornado spin like the Tasmanian devil. What was that noise he made? Wasn't that this noise? He did a whirlwind. Robin just walked in the studio. He did a whirlwind and he was a Tasmanian devil. And every time he'd get all crazy, but he wouldn't talk. He couldn't make, he just spin. Yeah. Yeah. He'd spin around. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. See if she starts foaming at the mouth and see what happens. You know, invite her over for New Year's. That's a better telltale sign because Thanksgiving and Christmas, you can be a little exhausted. Invite her over for New Year's. In fact, I think you should plan a New Year's party. Invite this bitch over. Put lines of cocaine on the table. Just see if she perks up. And if she doesn't, tell her, false advertisement, bitch. I got gotcha. you. Call in the Better Business Bureau. You've been caught. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. For these next couple episodes through the end of the year, I really want to just talk to you, get to know you. We'll be bringing guests back um, sometime at the top of the year, but I just want to be chit-chatting with y'all, the people, my community, my McManiacs. I love you. I mean it. I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. In the meantime, between time, Chambella arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.